What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mongols Podcast, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm Mike. With me is Kevin Josh. The USL still has their championship match to play, but the Riverhounds offseason is in a full swing. We're going to talk about our plans for the offseason and share some thoughts on what to expect. Let's go. Everything was just falling into place. Bunky Azil cuts inside. With this one, oh, Steven Dos Santos from James. So this one is likely to be much more, I don't want to say much more relaxed than the last few, but we definitely had like goals for the last few episodes um, going down the stretch. Guys, I guess, you know, cheers. I think we established this is like our sixth off season. If not, it's our fifth off season, which like still is kind of crazy. So we've been doing this for way too long in podcast years. Um and I feel like we haven't significantly got better. Either. We have not. <laughs> Usually, one of these years we, we will. We'll get better one yeah. of these years. It'll be great. Well, you know, one of the things that we try to do, um, I guess, first of all, you know, now that now that this season is over, obviously, the USL still has Tampa versus Phoenix uh, to play out for the championship, which I don't know if any of us actually care about. Um, Josh, what have you been up to, man? How have you been spending your time now that the uh, the hounds have been done for a little while? Mostly just standing around, sitting around, being sad that <laughs> there's no, 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 not really. I mean, it's there's that's the one thing about soccer we always talk about is there's so many leagues, there's so many things to watch. Like it's it's never ending. So now it's just like, oh, now I'm paying a little bit more attention to Everton and to the Columbus Crew than I do during the hound season, and kind of getting more into those while I, I wait for you know next season uh i did force myself to watch uh force is the wrong word i decided to watch uh the semifinals or the eastern final uh last or saturday whatever just to see what was going on and that was it was fun i was like okay this is cool yeah i guess you're you're a better (laughs) man than i am i wasn't i didn't watch it um yeah, when you started that, just saying you were standing around, I just pictured you like standing in a corner, just like rocking back and forth, <laughs> waiting for the season to come back. So I'm glad it's that's that, not the case. It's that uh, Pablo Escobar meme where the guy, or it just shows him like <laughs> sitting in the swing, <laughs> standing over the pool. Just like it's just that. That's that's what it's been like. Kev, what have you been up to? Not much. Um, trying to figure out. Try, trying to I, I, every every other day. I'm like, okay, no, I really need to get a group of people to play Among Us, and, uh, and it just never, never happens. Um, Sus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. it looks fun. I want to play it. Um, so uh, I yeah, know some people who like are really Mongols into it. Thing. Yeah, I would say I know plenty of Steel Army members who are really into it. We can get you on the Discord, and yeah. uh, you can uh, join uh, in on the fun. See, but this is I, my my intuition says it's. It's more enjoyable when you like deeply know the people. I think so. That makes sense to me. Like it, it's definitely a game where it's all about you know social deduction. So it, yeah. it's a little bit better when you you know have some know some ticks and some cues from the people you're playing with. Yeah, I mean like with like before the game you would even start. If I was like in the Steel Army one, like I am the imposter. Like it's just <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Uh, it, it can't be a little bit easier though, because then people don't know you, so they feel like a little bit bad, like suspecting you. So you're like, yeah. oh, well, "How do you play this game? What do I?" Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't mean to vit you. I thought that's. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but yeah, it looks fun. Uh, so that's that's been the excitement in my life. Yeah, my kids are pretty much. Obs- I don't think they've actually played Among Us. Like, I think they've watched YouTube videos of people playing Among Us, and there is a Roblox version of Among Us that they play. What's um, Roblox? So Roblox is like is this a dad thing. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. It's um, please. I've never been on Roblox. It was something that they started doing when they were back in Woodland Hills. It's like a you like log into Roblox and there's a whole series of different games that you can play, but it's all a lot of them are like social. So like your your friends can log in, you can chat while you're playing the games and there's just a whole bunch of different games in there. And so there is a Among Us knockoff that they'll play on their tablets. Um and they yeah, they're obsessed. But uh speaking of, not to linger on this too long, but Josh, I saw someone created a, a VR version of Among Us. Yeah, I, I saw that too. I haven't actually looked into it very much. It's, I mean, Among Us is a very simple like, like it's essentially. Right. I don't know if you ever played uh, Werewolf. Um, it's a, like a card game, board game type thing where right. it's like one of you's a werewolf and the villagers and all that kind of stuff. It's it's a basic idea. So I have seen this game pop up like packed together in like Minecraft and like yeah. and plenty of other games. I've played it when it was called like Mafia. It's very similar to Mafia. Isn't same it? idea. Yeah. yeah. Mafia is the same idea as Werewolf. Yeah. It's, it's it's very similar. So it's it's a game that's been around for a long time. Just now it's in a digital format that a lot of people are latching on to. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um what have I been up to? Oh, we we <laughs> So it wasn't because of soccer, but because of a variety of other things that have been going on recently. There have been a number of things that we had wanted to do outside that we just haven't done. And so uh, we were feeling the pressure of like, you know, it's it's getting dark. It's like 630 and it's dark out and uh, it's getting colder. And like there's a lot of things we want to do outside. So we were worried that there were a lot of things that we weren't going to get done before Thanksgiving. So I sort of like threw down the gauntlet and I said, we're getting them all done this weekend. So <laughs> like Saturday was like, clean the gutters, cut underneath the trees, move a whole bunch of mulch, clean the shed. Um, I was disappointed because I didn't get to clean the garage, but uh, but the whole family pitched in, so that was a lot of fun. And I was I I, I realized how... Do you yeah, know what fun means, Michael? No, no, no. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm going to tell you right now, everything is marketing and everything is spin. Like, when I convinced the boys, like, there's no way this would be possible. Like, there's no way... They were like, we're in. Let's do it. We're going to get it done. And we even had, like, races with the tractor to see who could go pick up mulch and bring it back the quickest. Like, you just got to be positive, man. That's all. Gamify it. Game- That's right. Gamify Gamify everything. Literally, like, no joke, they worked from 9 to 5, like, without complaint. Just like, all right, cool. What's next? Let's do this. We're getting this done. So, like, yeah. Although I did wake up Sunday feeling awful like i'm definitely feeling my age now where it's just like oh you can't shovel stuff all day long anymore like you just can't your body's not used to that so um yeah i've been filling my time with like housework i guess um but how exciting i know it (laughs) makes for great audio doesn't it um but so like i said you know we're, we're heading into either our fifth or sixth off season we're you know we don't do any research here so i can't tell you which one for sure somebody out there knows for sure but uh it doesn't really matter one of the things that we wanted to do was obviously in in i shouldn't even say obviously in previous off seasons we spent a lot of time sort of immediately jumping into well let's start thinking about you know the next year let's talk about 2021 let's bring in lily let's bring in tuffy let's try to get you know whoever the first players that signed let's bring them in let's interview them and that's fun, but like, there's also a whole bunch of other things that we could talk about. So what we did was, 
we actually put out a poll to our Patreon followers, which again, if you're a Patreon follower, thank you so much. Even at a dollar a month, uh, makes a huge difference. Uh, you know, we talked about how if we're gonna start doing interviews again, we're gonna have to get a Zoom account. That helps cover the cost of our Zoom account so that we can do interviews. Um, or, you know, we end up putting that money towards merch or things like that that we end up giving away. So um, put out a poll to our Patreon followers. If you wanna have a say in sort of what the off season looks like, go to mongols.com, click on support the show, become a Patreon follower and take the poll. But so far, the early results came back. And there were a number of suggestions that we threw out, and then people could suggest their own thing. So based on all of the, the feedback that we've gotten so far, 70% of the people who voted said they would like us to talk about non-USL soccer and to provide 2021 news and predictions, which we're going to do the 2021 news and predictions. Don't worry. I'm sort of thinking, like, what do we do for the next two to three months before we actually get a sense of what the USL championship is going to look like? Because historically, we've started around the end of March, and we have – Still no idea, you know, what things are going to look like come next year. So hopefully we start around the end of March, but who knows? Um, 50% would like us to talk about tactics and provide tactical explanations. So things like, you know, why press? Why play a high line? You know, what what does number nine mean? You know, what's a number two? Is it is it really that broad of an interpretation of that? Or is it more specific to, like... Riverhounds tactics and like Lily tactics. I think I think we could do both though. We could, we yeah, could yeah. like explain the number ten in the context of the Riverhounds, yeah. uh, what we've seen from our players and like what what that would be. Same thing with the number nine and in our press and like I, I think that could be interesting. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and you always hear about you don't hear it so much from the announcers and that's not to say the announcers don't know. I like I know Matt knows like sort of the positional numbers and things like that, but. Especially in the USL, I think you're trying to cater to more casual fans. Um, but you will hear coaches from time to time say he's, you know, he's a number eight. And it's like, well, what does that mean? Like, he doesn't wear number eight. So what does that mean? Um, so I think if we could spend some time looking into that, uh, that would be good. Because I'm familiar with a lot of the numbers, but I'll be honest. Like, there's a lot that if you ask me right now, what's a number six? I'd be like, like, I'd have to actually think. So um, we could spend some time doing that. Uh, someone suggested that we revisit the soccer documentaries. So I know for a while we had, we were reading and we were also watching soccer documentaries. Um, there was one that is currently sitting on my shelf that I got from the library. It's called The Club, How the English Premier League Became the Wildest, Richest, Most Disruptive Force in Sports. So I'm going to try to check that out and I can report back as to whether or not I think it's a good read or not. A version of it too, maybe... Um, that's more accessible. I'm not trying to like override this at all, but like, like articles yeah. of certain things, like longer form articles that aren't match reports or mm-hmm. whatever that just discuss like general things that are happening in in U.S. soccer or world so- or world soccer. Yeah, I just got to watching a documentary that I think uh, everyone would really love. It's called Howard's Way. It's all about Everton, 1984, <laughs> uh, how they almost got the triple. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, you know. So I'll, I'll, I'll throw that into the suggestion. It's like an hour and a half documentary. <laughs> I'd watch it. it. Yeah. No, I'm joking. No, I'm all for, like, you know. Look, I think, I think one thing that's been very interesting – um, it's not as a result of the hounds bowing out. I think there's a number of things that have happened recently around our household, but my family has like soccer fever in a way that they never had before, which is bizarre to me, even though like none of my boys played this fall and maybe that's part of it. Like, but they're outside playing every day. I told Josh as we were beginning of the show, <laughs> we started to watch Ted Lasso with them, which it's my, like 
a lot of you are sitting at home as parents going, what? You're letting your kids watch Ted Lasso? And let me just rationalize through it real quick. I watched the whole thing through with my wife and we thoroughly enjoyed it. And I felt that a lot of the lessons about positivity and teamwork and believing in yourself warranted them suffering through every other word being an F-bomb and the plethora of sexual innuendos that are <laughs> scattered throughout the show and to this point suffering through it suffering, yeah, exactly sure exactly torture for them exactly <laughs> um and to this point like you know i don't know I, I i think one of the things with quarantine is i've sort of learned to to try to put more on my kids and like see how they can take it and there's no like giggles or anything. they're okay with it so i'm just like look you know don't say wanker like just don't say it like they say it all the time just don't say it um and uh so far we haven't caught any of them saying it i think mainly because no one would understand what they were talking about and in, in america right. they'd be like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like today my my middle son knew that Tottenham was playing at four, and like his entire day revolved around Tottenham playing at four. And at four o'clock, he was in there watching them play, and he came running in when Son scored to put them up one nothing. So like it's just, it's fun. Where was I going with this? I have no idea why I even started down this path. Yeah, I don't remember either. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, soccer fever. Yeah. So oh, soccer crazy, and yeah. then you're talking about documentaries. Yeah. And so I'm all. I'm for watching different documentaries and reading different books and trying to learn more about the game this off season. So, you know, if we read something or watch something and we want to share it or at one point, I feel like we had like a Mongols book club, didn't we? Or it was a movie club. There was something where it was like, we all go do the I same mean, we thing. Did we, a, we, we did that movie thing when it was like when COVID was in full bore where yeah. nothing was happening anywhere. And we like watched really bad soccer movies like related to soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, I think there was. Some, I, I feel like we I, th- I think it was something uh, like we didn't talk about on the podcast. I think there were like amongst us we sh- like passed around some books or whatever. Mm. Um, I don't know if we true. ever talked yeah. about them. Uh, one plug that you know I didn't think I would actually like, but uh, Kev, you mentioned articles um, because it's not just a villa thing, but um, the Athletic has they have a deal where you can follow the Athletic for one dollar a month. Um, which I didn't think I would like the athletic, but there's actually a ton of really good articles out there about teams in Europe and what's going on with the premier league and the big six and all of that, um, that have been really interesting. So I would recommend that if you can get in on that $1 a month deal, um, while it lasts, there's a lot of good stuff over there. So check that out. Um, guys, so like, obviously there's a lot of suggestions and I think a number of these things we could talk about. But, you know, Josh, what, how would you like to spend the offseason? What do you want to talk about? What, 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 is there anything you want to learn, anything you want to focus on? What do you want to do? Yeah, I, I think there is a opportunity to do a combination of these things in, like, segments within the show. Like, it doesn't have to be a whole show about one of these particular things. Like, I like the idea of maybe having a little bit of, like, a tactical discussion about positioning and, like, formations and that kind of stuff. But I don't think I could, even as a listener, I don't know if I would be, like, in for a whole episode all about, like, what the number 10 is and what they do. I'd be like, mm, okay, I get it. Like, <laughs> give me what the if, basics for it. What if we had Kevin Kerr on to tell you what the number 10 is and what the number 10 does? The future gaffer. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can get each, we can, we can get a player that represents the position that we're talking about. That's there. an idea. That's, that's an idea. And as players get signed, we can actually uh, 
have them on to talk about what the position is. Mm. They'll be like, wait, I have to explain to you what a defender <laughs> is? What kind of soccer show is this? Yeah, <laughs> so what is it you'd say you do? <laughs> but no, I, I do think a tactics type thing would be nice, but I, I do like the idea. If we were to do the history in like documentaries, that kind of stuff, I actually think something that doesn't get as much play like I, I feel like anyone can go research villa or everton or any of the you know european clubs that's easy because that's readily available i think it's a little bit harder to get information about american soccer history mm-hmm. and like what's going on there and that could be really cool to like surface some of that information for for listeners like there's great documentaries about the original nesl and like how that went under and what, what happened to it um stuff like that could be really cool to kind of just uh, showcase American soccer history and, you know, just how it how it all came to be here. I like it. That sounds good to me. Kev, what are you what are you hoping to do? What would you like to see us do this offseason? <laughs> Edit this out if you want. I'll be honest, like take a few weeks off every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what I want. That's We're replacing Kevin. That's you right. heard it here first. <laughs> but but uh, no, I mean, but I do obviously want to keep want to keep talking about stuff during the during the off season. Um, yeah, no, I I know that's that's a personal uh, like kind of knowledge gap of mine. Um, a lot of like U.S. soccer um, history and just even current events. So um, yeah, I, I like the idea of having more yeah I, I agree i think picking like especially because with so many topics to potentially talk about you know the off season actually starts to become relatively short if you dedicate mm-hmm. one thing per podcast and so i agree that doesn't really make sense and it, yeah it's probably not great to listen to either so i but i don't know what that means if we just have a general structure for each show where we do first 10 minutes is this and then that and then this and then we hit all those highs and then that's the podcast or something. But I mean, uh, a little bit like your idea of taking some time off. We could also just make short episodes, like have yeah. like you know ten minute episodes, fifteen minute episodes about like the number ten position, number whatever position, and then we record a whole bunch at once. We dull it out through the week, so you can actually you know <laughs> take a week or two off. <laughs> if you could see Kevin's face, he really likes that yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, I was going to make the joke that, like, I don't think that three of us could talk for just 10 minutes. We've tried. Like, we've we've literally put up agendas where there's one topic and you look up and it's 45 minutes later and we're still going. So um, that could be a that could be a solution is we record a whole bunch of episodes in one night and then string them out. We could do yeah. that. Okay. They don't need to hear this. No. I mean, <laughs> they, as in our faithful listeners, uh, are going to hear this, but that's fine. It's cool. We're, we're, we're strategizing we're planning but kev to your point that like you know we're basically into november like the next show if we record next monday will be in november and typically it's november ish when we start to announce what players are staying what players are going and then you get into december and we're starting to talk about you know trying to bring in players for training and um trying to sign some players and before you know it you get into january february you're making plans for the season and we're talking and it's, that's it it's done so there's really- like, yeah there's the, the, there'll always be hounds a bit of hounds news that we can talk about right um that we yeah, can always whatever there is hounds news i think that trumps everything like for sure this 
I, uh, I, I definitely make sure we, we don't put them on the back burner during the offseason, obviously. For sure. But we also have a whole crew of podcasts, uh, Mongol podcasters that we could uh, yep. rely on to do some of this tactical talk or whatever if we want to uh, dole it out there with some <laughs> content from everyone. Justin and Steve's butts just clenched up at hearing that. <laughs> like, here just we go. Like, I have my own plans, Josh. I have my own plans. I have my own agendas. <laughs> or Liz and Laura Ellen. I mean, the, the whole soccer better stuff. That's mm-hmm. right. Although, that, like, that's their content. We can't do, yeah, like, exactly. okay, talk about that on Mongols. Above and beyond Mongols stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you know, a nice little plug. If you haven't checked out Soccer Better lately, go check it out. There's a lot of good stuff over there. I've been catching up and uh, listening to all the latest stuff. Some really good episodes. Um, so definitely worth checking out. Um, in, in danger of, uh, of me, excuse me leading us down a path to actually talk about something in this podcast, which I don't necessarily want to do too much. I <laughs> Purely, I'm... I'm I'm surprising you both with this kind of question, but I guess we've talked a lot about the impact of COVID this year. And I think especially in the beginning, we talked a lot about the potential economic impacts of of clubs all around the world, especially non-first division clubs. Um, and then we kind of stopped talking about that for a while. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we technically fit in that you know, structure of not being a purely like a hundred percent secured club. I have, I haven't been following any news about this. I haven't stayed up on it. I don't know if you guys have, but um, I know as the season kind of rounded out and I started reflecting back on things, I was like, Oh yeah. I mean, clubs are going to be hurting financially. And I guess I didn't think about that at all in the context of the hounds. Um, And I started to, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, worry a little bit of, like, are we one of those clubs? Like, is is this a conversation that we should be having? Like, how do we feel as much as we can guess from from this, you know, viewpoint of where we are? How do we feel the club is financially? And should we, yeah, have to be concerned about the long-term future of the club? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely going to be a question. I feel right now, at least, there's been, like, no talk about it, no rumblings about any issues. And I, I do think the Hounds are in a particularly good position when it comes to this situation because of the fact that they do have other cash streams coming in through academy stuff and the academy's taking a hit too obviously because of covid but they have been figuring out ways to do like socially distant type training type stuff and that kind of thing so that there's that cash flow and there's also the fact that tuffy owns the stadium the land the parking lot like he has a situation where he's not like losing rent constantly when it comes to this and like it, i do think if as far as clubs in usl championship we're probably in a better situation than most so that makes me feel better but then again if next season is also going to be a weird season and we don't know what's going to happen it might be a situation where it's like okay two seasons in a row that's going to be extremely you know detrimental to all these clubs so well, that is going to be a question going forward. I mean, that's the big, that was one of the big discussions in Europe, right? Is how to keep the championship and the lower leagues afloat. And part of the, one of the proposed plans was for the Premier League to inject a bunch of cash to make that happen. I don't see MLS injecting a bunch of cash into USL to try to keep the USL afloat. I mean, it's it's sort of everyone for themselves over here. So, um, you know, not even at just a club level. What happens at a league-wide level? 
um, is going to be very interesting because when the teams came back, it very much sounded like they there wasn't a choice. It was like we're coming back, and if you don't come back with us, you're not coming back. Period. Like you're just not going to be around. Um, so I think a lot of owners their their hands were forced. Um, but again, you know, there's broadcast rights, there's announcers to pay for, there's all of that that still had to happen without fans for the most part being at the stadium. So. As as the one in the room who doesn't know much about anything of the wider USL news, what was the reasoning for St. Louis going bust? Was it at least partly influenced by COVID? No, it, it was pretty much 100% because of MLS rights. Uh, so okay. another ownership group had purchased an MLS franchise in St. Louis who wasn't owned, it wasn't the same owners of uh, St. Louis, uh, the USL team. So because of that, they had no interest going into MLS. They're like, no, we don't, we don't want to do that. And they end up just kind of letting MLS be bought by someone else in the city. And they're not going to support two soccer teams one in USL, one in MLS. So they're like, okay, well, this is our last season. Wait, who's they? I don't understand. It was like a, a just a different group of people bought MLS rights to have a soccer team in St. Louis, uh, a different ownership group. Now, one of the people in that ownership group actually owns part of St. Louis and USL as well. So it was a little bit weird there because like, it yeah. wasn't his soccer group or it wasn't his company, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, so it's just because of the fact that it's a single entity and that you don't need to be promoted into MLS. You just have to have enough money and meet the requirements. A, a ownership group is like, hey, we want to start a MLS team. Here's money, MLS. And MLS is like, yeah, sure, start one. So yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of a crappy situation because like, it's, if you're a St. Louis fan, it's you're losing your team, but then you also are getting a new team. Yeah. It has nothing to do with your old team. That so would it's be like, really uh, weird. Yeah, different colors, different, you know, everything. It's a whole new identity for your team, for your A team in MLS. If that happened in Pittsburgh, I I would definitely, like, I don't know. It would feel weird. Yeah, I I would not. uh, It would feel very weird. Well, it's also a situation where, like, if Tuffy was like, I don't want to go to MLS, and someone's like, I will pay for an MLS team. At that point, you're like, well, like, if you're not willing to, like, if, if MLS is willing to take us, (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's, you know it's what I mean? a very it's hard. yeah it's no, very I mean, hard yeah. but it's like because there, there is something about yeah i mean like history being an important component of the attachment you have with a club right? I, I completely agree yes. shared ex- shared experience memory whatever and this is a whole new brand new shiny thing that doesn't have any of that yep yeah that'd be weird yeah yeah i mean you, you i was listening to uh men in blazers and uh, they were uh, they had one of the guys from One Direction on this past week, and he was talking about how he's a fan of Darby, uh, Darby County, and like, you know, they're a team that that aren't very good. They're in the championship, but like because that was the team that he followed ever since he was a kid, he can't not follow them. And so there would be this weird thing where like if a new team came to Pittsburgh, you'd almost feel like you were betraying the Riverhounds in some way by just dropping them, even if they're not a team anymore. And just going with this other team because we've sort of come up with this team, with these players, with this ownership, with the Highmark Stadium and all of that. So, yeah, maybe we'll have to try to talk to Tuffy. I don't know how much he'd be able to actually disclose about, like, you know. Yeah, that'd be tough. We're good. We're not good. I mean, it might just be we're good. We'll see you next season. Um, but, uh, yeah. I think if there was, if there was you know, issues, we would probably know. Or we at least would hear rumblings. And, yeah, I, 
Tuffy doesn't seem like a type of person to be like keeping it under you know yeah. his coat like yeah keeping it hidden be like oh crap there's stuff wrong <laughs> yeah. good 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 to know straight from the uh steel army president's mouth uh, <laughs> i have no insider information i just feel like yeah tuffy is very very much willing to talk if there's something wrong yeah so that's just a little like preview into what we think we're going to talk about and how we may structure this offseason. Obviously, if you have thoughts about things that you'd like us to talk about or, you know, ways that you think that we might be able to spice things up. I think we, you know, somebody also mentioned videos. Maybe I mentioned videos. I'm still trying to figure out how to do this whole like live thing. So maybe we can start doing podcasts live. Maybe that's something I'll work on this offseason. I know there's a ton of teams in Europe that will do facebook live and that makes it easier for like you know it would be like the three of us can jump on a facebook live and other people could see us and they could comment like i said before i loathe facebook there are ways that we could potentially do it with youtube but it's not as straightforward so i, I josh, josh you mentioned twitch or something twitch would probably be the easiest i think yeah yeah because that is literally like you don't need anything special yeah that's what all the kids are doing that's what aoc is doing that's fine. Twitch well, streaming like, among us. If you if you youngins want to go ahead and set up our Twitch stream for us, then I'll be happy to join in. But uh, otherwise, I need to you know bust out my reading glasses and try to figure out how that'll work. And uh, we can go from there. There's this thing called the internet. Now. I yeah <laughs> I know I know. It's a series of tubes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, one other thing that I did have on the agenda, and then we can talk about whatever the heck we want, is I was digging through my closet today looking for a screen protector, like a little glass screen protector, because my wife accidentally dropped her phone on the gravel driveway, and it shattered. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, I just pulled off one and put the other one. While I was digging through there, I realized I have two Mongols jerseys in there, a Mongols hat, a whole bunch of Mongol socks. So we got a bunch of stuff that we can give away at some point. So we just need to figure out what we give it away for like what what sort of contests should we have should we do some sort of competition maybe like a fifa tournament i don't know maybe an among us tournament that could be fun um something just to like get everybody involved and we're gonna give away this stuff so if you have some fun ideas as to like ways that we could give you free stuff like let us know because we're not just gonna be like we like you here's free stuff as you know as nice as we are you have to earn it you gotta earn it man we gotta we gotta <laughs> put something together and go shovel stuff. stuff at michael's farm <laughs> <isn't it? Exactly. laughs> come drive my tractor for eight hours and i will give you a mongols hat there you go um i shouldn't say that because I, I feel like laura allen and liz would be there the next day like just to be <laughs> uh um so yeah, that's that's really all we had on the agenda for this one, guys. Do we want to talk at all about EPL, or do we want to save that for the after show, or anything else that you were hoping to get off your chest in this one while we're trying to figure out what the next few weeks look like? No, I think this board meeting is uh, is over. <laughs> okay. Oh sure. So the week that both your teams lost, you don't want to talk about. Uh... Oh wait! I didn't say we weren't going to talk about it. It was just going to be the after show. Yeah, okay? and Kev, you know, just to be fair, Josh's team lost, and they're still in first place. So I don't know what you're gloating yeah. about over there. I mean, it's just—it's no big deal. You leap. I'm not gloating about anything. Yeah. I'm just saying you guys lost. Yeah. You you leapfrog my team, but my team still has a game in hand. So like, I don't. Whatever. All right. Um, 
So I think that's it for this one. This might be like one of the shortest episodes ever, and it's still a half an hour. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, let us know what you think. Um, head over to mongols.com. Click on support the show to go to Patreon. Take part in that poll. Let us know what sort of stuff. If there's something like completely off the wall that you'd like us to talk about, we'll totally entertain that. I think we're looking to break form a little bit from you know past seasons where it was just sort of like every other episode was trying to talk to a new player or something like that we're hoping that a lot of the players are the same from year over year and we want to give those guys a break and so we're going to try some new stuff so let us know what you think mongols.com click on support the show the 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 survey is right there on the patreon page um this is your reminder to go and vote obviously polls are now open um you could vote by mail uh if you have your ballots that were sent to you vote by mail um, I don't care who you vote for. Just go vote. Like, it's important to get out and do it. You got some time to do it. Go make sure that you do it. Um, it's your civil civic duty. I was going to say civil. I mean, you can be civil doing it. But it's your civic duty. Get out there and vote. Um, weekly reminder to Black Lives Matter. Go get the latest Steel Army shirt. Love Pittsburgh. Hate racism. Black Lives Matter over at SteelArmy.com. As a reminder, wear your mask. Uh, like we said, we ha- unfortunately, I don't have any more Mongols masks, although I have been getting comments around Ligonier, of all things, of people that say they love, like, the Velcro in the back look, and um, so, you know, maybe we'll do another order if there's enough interest, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But we got our masks from Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier to USL, MLS, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves to your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. Obviously, our Mongols kits are Icarus kits. They're fantastic. We might give some away. Looking for more great USL news? Actually, any news about soccer? Because we keep expanding. We keep breaking news. BGN is getting huge. It's amazing. Head over to BGN.FM. We've got over 100 fans that are writing and podcasting about the beautiful game. Lots of great features over there. So go check it out. Otherwise, thanks, everybody. We will talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later.